Hello and welcome to Off the Arrow Shelf Podcasts. I'm Rob, the author of OffTheArrowShelf.com and host for these podcasts. If you're a new listener, then hi, thanks for dropping by, and I'm glad that you managed to find us. If you're returning, then many thanks for returning for another episode. Off the Arrow Shelf is aimed at promoting the hobby of field archery in the UK. So, this podcast is going to give you a little bit of history, because the thing where, if you listen to any podcasts, it's always traditional that the presenter gives some kind of background history of how they got into this hobby of field archery, and how long they've been doing it, and why they do it, and... I've always found it a bit strange doing these kind of a about me pages and talking about myself. So um, it's likely to ramble on a bit. I do apologise, but uh, here goes. So my name's Rob Jones. I started writing off the arrow shelf years back. Now um, I actually started archery about twelve years ago now must have been July. I started the Off the Arrow Shelf in July 2011. I'd been shooting for a couple of years before then. And so it was, yeah, it was June 2008. We were on our, uh, which was our wedding anniversary. And we were on holiday in the uh, south of England. We saw this advert for a have a go at field archery in our tourist information centre. And we thought, well, Let's do something a bit different. And uh, we booked on this, and it was a afternoon session where you're sh- just showing the basics of shooting a bow and then taking around a few targets in the wood. Now, I'd done some archery back in the late uh, 1980s when I was at college. It was just simple fiberglass with some aluminium arrows in a sports hall. And I quite enjoyed it. Um, but I then went to university and other things got in the way and I wasn't able to carry it on. So I hadn't really touched a bow since then. But we, we tried this in June 2008 and we really enjoyed it. Um, the I remember the guy turning around to us and says, look, you guys seem to really enjoy it, you like it. And he gave us some details from the National Field Archery Society, or NFAS as it's called. And uh, we then went away and thought, mm, do we want to do this? And we said, yeah, let's, let's, let's try and find a local club. So we did a load of searching and we found a club. Um wasn't that local in the end. It was about 40 minutes, 50 minutes drive from us. Black Arrow Field Archers over in Derbyshire. And... Uh, we joined them and phoned them up and said, look, can we come and have a go? And they said, yeah, sure. They were taking new members on. And uh, it's kind of funny looking back at it because I remember when we did the have go sessions and we did the uh, sessions at Black Arrow when we first started, we were actually shooting quite heavy poundage bows for beginners. We were shooting around about 30, 35 pound um, takedown recurves. I know it now. It's, it's it's kind of funny with us both being coaches. Um, we look back at it and think, well, we'd never start anybody on that kind of poundage. But for us, we picked up the bows and it was just really easy. It was, uh, you'd feel it, but we could shoot that them all day. But I think we were stupidly fit at the time anyway. So that was in, 
Yeah, that was in sort of like November time. I think we we got out and we bought our first bows. Uh, again, they were takedown recurves. We bought them from Quick Archery that was in uh, Sapcoat at the time. That that store's now closed. Um, and unlike many others, we actually bought wooden arrows straight off. We we wanted to shoot wooden arrows, and we I, I, there was a fascination from my point of view of building them, and we were quite lucky. Uh, Kevin and Cherry, who were the two coaches at the club, they ran a session in December that we joined. Bearing in mind we kind of started properly in July, August time, for all new members on how to make arrows and how to fletch arrows and pile them, and also how to repair bows and uh, uh, repair serving, sorry, on your strings and all that kind of stuff. And it was brilliant. And when I haven't really looked back. I've probably made hundreds and hundreds of arrows probably be a good podcast actually on how i make arrows i'll I'll think about doing that anyway um so that was in december um by the january february time we'd actually gone to our our first shoot our our first and fast shoot which was paget de vasey which is a i always think of paget as being the start of the season it's a shoot that starts in february and uh, it's a outdoor activity centre, if I remember correctly, at the time. And uh, it was brilliant because we can't remember what we scored. Probably 200 out of, the, yeah, which is nothing on anything else because you, you shoot 36 targets. Um, and But we had a, a great time. And the, the thing I remember most was uh, we bought a series of raffle tickets. There's always a raffle at the end of a, uh, an NFAS shoot. And... Um, I bought a strip of tickets, I think, um, and we won three bottles of wine at the raffle. It was kind of embarrassing. We didn't win anything else. We didn't win any medals or anything like that. We just won these bottles of wine, which was quite nice. And the irony being that a year later we went back and Sharon actually won in hunting tackle. Um, sorry, hunting tackle. It's a classification under own facets, um, shooting a recurve bow, with wooden arrows, feather fleshings, no sight, no stabilizers. It's a very kind of traditional snail. And uh, uh, so a year later, we went back and she shot really well. And she won. Um, by that point, I, I think it was six months after I started, I realized that I, as much as I liked shooting a recurve, somebody had lent me a, a flat bow and I just fell in love with the concept of shooting flat bows. Um, and I'd swapped my recurve for a flat bow. Uh, it's a forty-pound wolf flat bow, and I started shooting, and that was it. And then I was, I was away. You know, uh, I think back to it, and I, I think I, I just love the simplicity of shooting flat bows. It's basically a one-piece bow. You're shooting feather fletching, wooden arrows. Um, much as I like long bows, there was something about flat bows that just really appealed to me and that was it I've still got that flat bow um, unfortunately a couple of years after I got it it developed a crack we were up at the, the Scottish Championships and it threw it down on the first day and I really really mean threw it down and uh, on the second day I noticed the bow wasn't performing properly and uh, it actually had a crack in the upper limb and that was it it couldn't be repaired unfortunately and I've still got it. I can't get rid of it. It's, it's leaning up in my uh, my work office um, as a reminder. Um, 
but that was that was really good. Um, so yeah, I um, I got into shooting flatboat. Sharon stuck with recurve, and uh, we after the flatboat broke, I had a couple other flatboats and a Manchester Solo that didn't last very long because uh, there was a fault in the manufacturer and it that started the bamboo on it started lifting. Um, so I swapped to a recurve which initially was going to be just for a short period of time I actually shot Rika for a good two years um, and I enjoyed it again shooting hunting tackle so shooting uh, wooden arrows feather fletchings uh, did alright I, I, I think I got mm, top 20 in, in uh, the championships with it um, and I enjoyed it but I really wanted to shoot flatbow and then I changed jobs and the taxman wrote me a letter and like so many other people uh, when you get a letter from the taxman your immediate thought is okay how much do I owe and they were actually being really good uh, they wrote to me and said oh yes well um, we're very sorry we've um, overtaxed you we've given you the wrong tax code and I said well I've had that tax code since I started my new job and they went, yes, that's four years worth of uh, tax rebate I got, which was a nice little sum. And uh, with it, I bought a knee brace because I have a busted up left knee. Uh, bought a, uh, went on a ski holiday with Sharon to Canada for two weeks and bought myself an Andy Saws Blackbrook bow. Um, it's a flat bow, it's a Sigma. And that was it then. I started shooting that and it must have taken, it took me months to get arrows to work off it. And I made so many different arrows, different combinations of spines and fletching sizes and uh, pile weights. And eventually I got some that worked. And that was it. I just started shooting it and shooting it and shooting it and shooting it. Um, Sharon had gone from hunting tackle to bear bow. Um, that's uh same bow she actually shot ironically and i'd got uh, i took her to andy and, and got a, a a custom made one piece recurve and she shot aluminium arrows and everybody said oh you should shoot carbons but she wanted to shoot aluminium arrows from it she couldn't get carbons to work for the the weight and the, People say, oh, well, you know, she's she drawing the lightweight. Say, like, no, she draws the same weight as I do on my flat bow. She draws a 45-pound flat bow, same as me. Um, her draw's shorter, so it comes in about 38, 39 pounds at her draw length. Um, but for me, I'm, I'm, I draw just a shade under 28 inches, so I'm, I'm drawing about 43, 44 pounds on my 45-pound flat bow. Um, and that was it. Um, as I said, uh, we're... I've shot Flatbow pretty much since then. Um, got another Blackbrook since then. Um, after Sharon had won the, the National Championships, the Enfast National Championships a couple of times in Rico, um, she wanted a change, so uh, I took her up to Andy's on a, the day after the, the Championships and said, there you go, I'd arranged with Andy to for her to have a Flatbow because she'd been shooting mine and quite enjoying it. And... Uh, she swapped. She swapped the flat bow and as well now, so we've both got flat bows. Uh, ironically, recently I just I've, I picked up a, a second-hand 
Blackbrook. Andy's not making the, the bows anymore. Andy Saws used to produce Blackbrook bows. They were fantastic. Fantastic bow maker. Really fantastic guy. Incredibly knowledgeable. Um, but for health, re- health reasons, he's packed up. And uh, it's the, the, the name's still out there. There's, there's Blackbrook still being produced. Um, but uh, the, the ones that we've got are the original ones from Andy. Um, but yeah, so what else do you want to know? Uh, a few years after I started NFAS, I was lucky enough to be able to go for the coaching qualification. So I've been a coach for about eight years now. And then last year, was it last year, year before, I uh, went for uh, an accreditation to become a coach trainer. So I'm now one of the national coach trainers, which means that I'm one of the people who trains other coaches, um, which is really good fun. I enjoy that. I enjoy passing on the knowledge. I enjoy um, sharing what I've learned with with other people so they can become coaches. Um, I probably enjoy coaching more than I actually enjoy shooting, uh, to be truth be told. Um, I've suffered a little bit with um, target anxiety or target panic, and I realised that I put a lot of weight on my shoulders, and I've got to try and get my head around that. And I've written lots on target panic on the on the website of theirshelf.com. Um, but I realised that actually. It's the teaching, it's the coaching that I enjoy, and I, I enjoy doing that a lot. Um, I think that's one of the, the, the things I miss most. Is actually, the, I don't know when you're listening to this, but uh, we're just coming out of the um, lockdown, COVID-19, and uh, our clubs had to suspend all of our coaching to follow government guidelines, and that's been really tough for a lot of people, and it's, it's been tough for me. Um, because I I really enjoy that coaching and I enjoy coaching not just complete beginners but coaching people who are experienced archers who are also maybe suffering from target panic or they may have a anxiety I prefer the phrase target anxiety um, or shooting anxiety I should say because there's uh, there's a lot of us out there that have have had problems anyway um, that's a bit of background uh, gives you an idea. So, as I said, I've been shooting for about 12 years or so. Um, it's As I said, it's very much a family business. It's very much a family activity. Um, we all shoot. Um, we all make arrows. Uh, we all try and have a good time when we're doing it. Not getting frustrated by when we miss, but I think everybody gets that. Um, when I'm not shooting arrows and doing crazy things like that, um, I'm quite into my photography. I'm quite doing, like trying to do wildlife photography, or I've done a few events um, where both, let's say, competent skiers. I think that's a bit strong. We both enjoy skiing, and we've been lucky enough to go e-ski in some places in Europe, but also head over to Canada a few times, and that's a country we 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 all love. It's it's just so beautiful. Um, has been so tempted on a few occasions to actually emigrate there, out there or uh, look at trying to living out there for a while because 
we love it. We just love the mountains. We we love the wildlife. We love the people. Um, but yeah, so um, when we're not skiing, we're doing that, or we're camping, or hiking, or walking. Um, I hope that will cover it. I hope it gives you a bit of an idea. As I said, you can find more out about us and about myself on offtheirishelf.com or uh, if you're on Instagram or Twitter or Tumblr, there's a, I've got a presence on there as well. If there's any topics or questions you might like to ask me or get in touch with me about, feel free. I said I'm very much a what's kind of deemed as a traditional archer. I'm shooting wooden arrows, I feather fletchings, I, I make my own arrows, I spine them, I weigh them. Um, I spend a lot of time doing that, and I, I, I do it largely because I enjoy doing it. It's relaxation from being away from a computer. And uh, it's it's good fun, and I try and pass that knowledge on to other people. Um, but if there's anything you're interested in or you're wanting to ask me about, uh, whether you're interested in NFAS or you're interested in archery in general, let me know. I'll be more than happy to help out. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with any questions or suggestions for future podcasts, then drop me a line. My email address is offthearrowshelf at yahoo.co.uk. That's offthearrowshelf at yahoo.co.uk. Or you can check out the website offthearrowshelf.com. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for listening.